Welcome back to another episode of Supporting Local with Karis. I'm Karis Saunders and today I spoke to Alice from Blue Air Ceramics. She makes custom handmade sweary or not ceramics for the hard to offend and profanity loving folk. Now if you're into some colourful language on your ceramics this is perfect for you. But if you're not, do still listen because they don't all have colourful language, but they are all beautiful. We spoke about how she started the business in memory of her friend, her new workshops that she's doing and her very exciting yoga collab. So don't go anywhere and make sure to go and check out her Instagram for the yoga collaboration and giveaway, which is live now. And now let's go chat to her. Well, as you can hear, I'm actually originally from England. I moved over here in 2005, so I've lived here for quite a while. But actually, the ceramics is a relatively new thing. You know, I just had this idea rumbling around. So I don't know, if have you seen my stuff? It's got, mm-hmm. it's got, got quite colourful language. Yes. <laughs> Some of it. I won't repeat any of it, just in case your listeners don't like strong language. But I had a friend, we met in Dubai when we were like 21. We used to swear a lot, lots of like colourful language. And it was always a bit of a joke that we had had. And whenever we both moved back to England, we would text all the time. And and that was kind of like our little in-joke. And anyway, she sadly got cancer and died. Um, oh, I'm so sorry. It was in 2015. And I kind of always had this thing where I just thought she was a really nice gift giver, really thoughtful, that she really liked lovely things. And I always had this little thing inside me that I was thinking, I really, really wish that I could have got her a mug with one of our little sweary yeah. phrases at the bottom of it, because she would have loved it. And so would have I. And we could, it would have been like a fun thing between us. So yeah, it was just, I always had this idea in my head and then eventually I thought you know what the Belfast met through a ceramics course and I thought right you know what I'm going to sign up because I mean I'm always quite a creative person I love doing the upcycling of the furniture and things like that but yeah I was a bit rusty with the ceramics and I thought right I'll go and do the course and I had my whole plan set out and I went and I chatted with the teacher and explained everything that I wanted to do with him and he, to be fair he was brilliant he was really helpful and we had quite a few fun classes with him helping me trying to do the lettering and stuff like that and that was really how it all started so I went and did the course and then it kind of took off from there amazing so was that the first mug that you made then the one you would have liked to have given to your friends yeah basically that was the whole I mean I won't like I say I won't use the word but it's like a a strong word (laughs) and um, that was always the project it was like I'm going to make this mug and that was what I went to him and I said look this is what I want to do but also because I thought okay like I know it's kind of it's a bit of a laugh and it's got a special meaning to me but I'm sure there will be other people who are in my book where they want something that's maybe got a profanity on it but they're a bit too embarrassed to ask somebody's making something would you include this phrase for me yeah it was just like I say I started doing them and then sure enough you know I just did a tiny it was a really tiny tiny sort of hobby side hustle that I was doing it for mostly and I was only keeping it going through people messaging me on Instagram and putting orders through that way so that was how I sort of kept it going mostly. That is so nice that that is how you started and kind of in honour of your friend as well as such like a beautiful meaning behind the very colourful language on your mugs. (laughs) 
Yeah, you know, and that's the thing, isn't it? I think sometimes it's nice when you do something that comes from your own yeah. sort of passion and heart, really, you know, and then, like I say, it was just one of those things where actually other people were in a similar position. And and actually, I really love getting the messages because then you get the stories as well, which is yeah. a great, great. That's one of the things I love the most is people saying, will you put this message on it? It's for my friend and we did this and this is what this thing happened. And we've used this <laughs> phrase ever since. It always makes us laugh. So sometimes it means nothing to me and sometimes they're ridiculous. But yeah, I love to get the messages and the backstories it's so nice oh I love that what would an average day look like for you then Alice is this full-time now or is it still a bit of a side hustle it was a very tiny side hustle but I just bought my kiln so I got my pre-loved kiln in the new year and I moved house in November of last year so life had been just way too crazy to do anything more than that but I'm in the house now and I've got my kiln and I've sort of this is my spare bedroom that I've set it all up now I've got my little mini studio here so then I started doing some markets and I've got my proper website set up done a couple of workshops which has been really nice sort of being able to allow other people to make things with clay and then I can fire it for them so I'm just at that point where I'm sort of trying to transition a bit more because I love doing the pottery so much. And like if I'm trying to sort of move more into the pottery now that I've got a, like a karma <laughs> life set up, I'm just in that sort of in-between stage now where I'd like to try and do more with the pottery and free up a bit of my time to dedicate to it really. Yes. Oh, fantastic. What would be your proudest achievement since you started then? It's a hard one. It is a hard one. Well, I think just like with anything, you know, in a way, the proudest achievement was getting the very first person who messaged me and said, yeah. I really love what you're doing. Can I place an order with Amazing. you? you know, it sounds so um, sort of primitive, but when you're doing it for you and you think you're just doing it for the fun of it, when other people spot your work and then they follow you and ask yeah, you to do something for them, and that sort of takes it to a different level, doesn't it? Because that kind of reaffirms that you're doing something that other people still appreciate rather than you kind of sitting at home wondering, yes. <laughs> why am I doing this, you know? Yes. Oh, that is so nice. And do you have like a biggest challenge? Do you kind of the opposite of that? Like, have you had any big struggles since you started? I mean, the kiln is obviously a big one. I think for anybody yeah. who does ceramics, the kiln is a major issue. And when I was doing the course, it was no issue because you get everything fired at the college. So that wasn't so much of a problem. But afterwards, yeah, I used the kiln hire system. So that was really helpful, though it did mean that my pieces went in my car when they were like quite in the fragile sort of just yeah. bone dry state. And sometimes I would get there and some yeah. of the handles had managed to fall off, you know, like... <laughs> And all of it's, you know, the the things that you don't really want to be, you know, you don't want to have all your pieces in transit in the back of your car, like going over a speed ramp or, you know, potholes. Or you think, oh, no, you know, you can hear everything. Even when I so carefully packed them all, it was always a bit of a stress getting them there. And the same thing, even with the glaze firing, because it would crack and peel so easily. By the time I'd get them over, some of them weren't looking so good. So the pre-loved kiln came up. The guy, I'd already been in touch with him a few months before. Okay. I don't really get them so much because I was like I just want a smallish top loader sort of hobby kiln and he had these massive ones that were like wardrobes you know oh, that were not at all suitable but then yeah in the new year he said look I've got one here if you want to come and have a look at it before I put it up on my website then oh that's so um, nice I'm gonna check it out so yeah that really changed everything because then once I got the kiln it made life a lot easier for me yes I'm sure it's one of those things you kind of I think as a customer, do you know if you don't really know anything about ceramics? You, yeah. Like you forget that you obviously don't have a kiln, do you know, in your back garden when you start and you have to drive back and forth and back and forth and it's all the extra hassle that you're like, oh, I didn't yeah. even think of that. <laughs> 
Yeah, exactly. And they're so expensive. Yeah. I mean, even the, to me, it was also expensive. I bought my house and I had to sort of have I had a little budget to do because I put a doer up. Yeah. And so some of the budget got blown on the kill. But, you know, again, it was one of those things, you know, when you have to sort of ask yourself, I'm really loving this. So if yeah. I want to do more, then the kiln is kind of a key piece of kit. So and like I say, and then it opens up a whole load of things. You can do more and then you can do the workshops and then you can be around other people and interact and that's a really important thing because I think sometimes making ceramics can be a bit of a lonely existence you know but yeah. I love to just sit I mean a lot of the time I do my ceramics in the evening because I'm a single parent my son's only five so you know he goes to bed and then I'll crack on and do do the ceramics often in the evening but there's something really nice to just sit and kind of it's quite a therapeutic process yeah which I do enjoy but again like there's nobody there so being able to do some workshops now is really nice because then you get to be around people and sort of enjoy the fun of making it with other people which is lovely absolutely so tell me about your workshops then kind of how do they go what's involved kind of how do we well they're really new that was because I've just got the kill and I was like right I'm going to do a few trial groups so I'm just in this sort of a new process of doing the workshops but actually it's just everybody gets one lump of clay that's big enough to make a mug okay and then two other types of clay just a small bit just to sort of make whatever they like so a couple of hours to sit and I'll sort of talk through the basics it's just the pin because I don't have a wheel so I don't I'm not a thrower so I just make everything by hand like the pinch method so I just do a little demonstration of the pinch pots and how to do that and some coil building and and kind of go right off you go there's loads of tools you know let's crack on and then obviously I go around and help a little bit but yeah it's really lovely and it's it's really interesting to see you know especially when you get people who are like oh I've got to the stage where I think oh, I don't know what to do what people can just create in a moment without yeah. having pre-decided you know there's something really nice about that kind of spontaneity that you get back from those workshops no absolutely and do you bring your little stamps so people can put their own little message in or are they just creating yes. that amazing yeah that's the only thing as I always say like if you're going to make something that you want to put some words on to then you need to make that first yes <laughs> because it's easier to do the stamping if it's dried a little bit so by the end of the workshop we go back and then you stamp the words on but again you know it's so funny when people are like oh gosh I know I want to stamp something but I don't know what and yes. quick 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 make a, make a quick decision <laughs> but again it's nice because some people put something that's got a really sort of nice sentimental meaning but other people again it's just kind of like a funny silly phrase that they're just happy to just throw in just part of the fun yeah just like a wee private joke almost between friends exactly yeah oh lovely so do you have anything coming up soon this year that you can give us a little teaser for coming up soon well I do actually I've got something that I'm collaborating with a friend a yoga friend if that amazing gives anything away but yeah I'm quite keen on doing things with other people and other organizations or other makers and you know collaborative stuff so I'm hoping to do more of that that's the plan is to sort of um, carry on doing what I'm doing I do a couple of markets as well and then yeah do a bit of collaborating which is always good very exciting will this be your first collaboration yes yeah so like I say this is all still quite new to me so it's been very quiet but it's always lovely when you've got friends who do things and that you can sort of throw ideas off one another and then you come up with a plan so we just need to sort of get the plan through (laughs) the planning stage and then we'll be able to start doing more about that but yeah no it should be good yeah it's so lovely that you're able to kind of combine kind of your obviously love of ceramics and pottery and your friends of yoga and kind of be like okay well how can we put this together you know we want to do something so it's kind of working it all out and yeah I love when businesses collaborate yeah it's so nice and there's something I think about you know yoga sometimes can be quite a calming sort of centering 
thing. And in a way that speaks nicely to the working with the clarity yeah. and stuff with your hand because there's something that's so primal about it. I know that when I went over to Cornwall and stayed with my brother and his family, I took some with me. And, you know, they were all just getting stuck in because everybody loves it. You know, there's something really nice just about a lump of clay and just being yeah. able to make things, squash it all down, make something again. So, yeah, in a way, those two things speak nicely to one another. I think that the people who maybe it appeals to one will probably appeal to, to the other and make it like a nice day, afternoon. A hundred percent. Do you have any big plans for the future? Like five years time, what is the big, big dream for Blue Air? Wow. Do you know what? I honestly, I can say with hand on heart, I have not thought five years ahead. Like at the moment, it's so much of just the immediate process. And like I say, the kind of transitional phase that I'm in. But I like to think that maybe if in five years time, it's still going well, it wouldn't be too dissimilar to what it is now. Like I haven't got a vision of going, oh, I just want to be stocked in all these shops or nothing particularly. Like in a way, I like the small nature of what I'm doing. And the fact that I can do the custom stuff, because that's like an important thing that I like to have the interaction with the people who are buying them and they get the messages. And yeah, that's an important thing. So I'm hoping that if I can just sort of keep things ticking on, I'm just growing enough for people to discover what I do. And then like, obviously, we've got, you know, some um, peak periods, especially when you've got things like Christmas and stuff coming, you know, that changes things a bit but yeah no at the moment it's really just a matter of being able to just build slowly on what I'm doing so I'd love to just be able to make some of the pottery and do some of the workshops and like like I say the collaborative stuff and that's really <laughs> my only plan for now I think I don't have anything grander for the future in mind oh I love that and just to finish up Alice it's been so lovely chatting to you if you had to pick a few people or a few businesses who would be some of your top favorites so I mean in my other work I do work with quite a few of the local suppliers and I was at the market yesterday next to the lovely Avril Milligan, who makes Mm -hmm. some beautiful soaps and and body products and things like that. So I really love her because also she's, I mean, one of my things that I have done is um, a course in horticulture up at Caffrey. So like gardening is a big thing for me. So I really love the fact that she is um, a horticulturist and she's like a maker, a local maker as well. So I do love Avril Milligan. Like I said, I was only just chatting away with her at the weekend. But yes, so many. It's hard to pick, isn't it? Does Bickle's Bakery count? I love their um, coffins. I haven't heard of it. I'll need to look into it. Oh, and they do this pear pastry and then if they're around, I'm buying. Isn't Alice so lovely? I love her mugs, especially the fact that you can get your little swear words if you need. And she mentioned in it that she had been planning a kind of yoga giveaway. So that is live on her Instagram now. So go over and enter because it's so fantastic. And if you enjoyed this episode, and I really hope you did, do please go over, leave us a little rating or review wherever you listen. And I'll be back next week with a brand new episode.